it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Tom Cotton was heroic in the Intelligence Committee briefing and hearing yesterday. Now, you might have seen and heard small snippets of it. I have a breakdown that will blow you away. And you know what? Senator Mark Warner, Democrat, actually said, thank you, Tom Cotton. Now, what Tom Cotton did was not at all, not at all political. He didn't ask partisan questions. He asked serious, serious reasoned questions of these intelligence officials, most notably Avril Haines. Start with cut one, play it. Director Haynes, I want to address the administration's fiasco of failing to help Poland transfer its aircraft to Ukraine. The Pentagon spokesman yesterday cited your intelligence community, quote, the intelligence community has assessed the transfer of MiG-29s to Ukraine may be mistaken as escalatory and could result in significant Russian reaction that might increase the prospects of a military escalation with NATO. The State Department spokesman said essentially the same thing earlier today. Since administration policymakers are justifying their hesitancy to help Poland transfer these aircraft by pointing to your intelligence community, could you tell us what is the basis for this alleged assessment that the, the transfer of these aircraft would be viewed as escalatory? Now, here's a, here's a stupid question. And people are going to say, it's complicated, it's complicated. Why doesn't Poland just give them the jets? And why does it always have, what, what, what is this basic assumption that at some point the United States has to take custody of these jets. Why not Germany? Why not France? Why the United States? See, this really, we should demand that Germany do this because we know that it will provide the absolute proof that the hole in NATO, and I don't mean W-H-O-L-E, I mean H-O-L-E, is Germany. Germany is not a good partner. Germany is not an ally. Germany is not a friend. Germany is acting on Germany's own self-interest. They are demanding full Article 5 protection from NATO while putting themselves ever more dependent on Russia and their former prime minister is sits on the board of directors of the damn Nord Stream Pipeline Company. Here's Haynes' response. Play cut two. Thank you, Senator Cotton. So it is our analyst assessment that the transfer of these airplanes could be perceived as a significant escalation by the Russians. It is, uh, they are obviously um, an advanced uh, and okay, considerable sorry, weapon. I'm sorry. Yeah, so please. I appreciate your analysts and their deep expertise and knowledge about this. Absolutely. I'm asking what specific evidence, information, intelligence do they have that the transfer of these aircrafts as opposed to anti-aircraft missiles that shoot Russian jets out of the sky is going to be viewed as escalatory. So basically, we're going to get a line here. We're going to get it uh, in the next two more clips. What's the difference between a missile fired from the ground and a missile fired from a combat aircraft? Cut three. Why don't I provide to you a, a written product that will give you the basis for that? So... Uh, the Pentagon spokesman also said that this is the same intelligence that they had last year that delayed the transfer of many of those missiles as well, that there's no new intelligence. He said it was the same intelligence he ha he's had last year. Is that the case? 
No, Senator, I, I'm not aware of what it is that he was referencing, but this is a recent assessment that was done by the intelligence community. I'm very happy new, to provide that to you. Assessments. I'm saying, do you have new intelligence? So when analysts, I mean, I know you know this, but obviously they're looking at a body of intelligence and then they're also providing their own knowledge and experience. And I don't know whether or not there is. So, so we can address this in a close setting, but here's, here's my opinion. You don't have new intelligence. This is opinion. And in many cases, this is policymakers who are looking to the intelligence community to provide them cover for their hesitancy. So here you have Tom Cotton combat veteran, Harvard lawyer, knows both ends of this as well as anybody, basically parsing through the Washington speak and saying, look, you don't have anything new here. And you're giving cover to the administration. So it doesn't do what we all believe it needs to do. Play cut four. Could you explain as an intelligence officer how Vladimir Putin might be a-okay with us transferring missiles that turn their tanks into burning piles of rubbish or shoot their jets out of the sky, yet transferring tactical aircraft is going to be unacceptable. Why is the latter escalatory and the former not escalatory? Senator Cotton, thank you. I, I will take a stab at that in open session here. I think when you, when you look at uh, anti-tank weapons and air defense, uh, surf, uh, shoulder-fired kinds of weapons, there, there is a range of escalation. And I think in our view, um, that escalation ladder doesn't get checked higher uh, with those weapons versus uh, something like combat aircraft. I gotta say, I don't think there's a lot of common sense between this distinction and a lot of farmers in Arkansas wouldn't understand it either. I mean, it, your own written assessment, Ms. Haynes, says that Russia, quote, doesn't want a direct conflict with the United States, end quote. That was from January 21st that that assessment said Russia doesn't want a conflict with the United States. You think they're more likely to want a conflict now after Vladimir Putin has seen the performance of his army? Not, against, not just against the Ukrainian army, but with moms with Molotov cocktails and grandmas with AK-47s. You think they're more likely to want a piece of us now than they were two months ago? Notice how he is taking their Washington speak and asking basic questions for the simple purpose of pointing out that none of this makes sense. And what you're going to come to find out is nobody in the Biden administration is consistent here. Not at all. Play cut five. I've got to say, it seems to me that Vladimir Putin simply deterred the U.S. government from providing these aircraft by saying they would view this as escalatory. And if that's going to be our position, I mean, we might as well call the commanding general at Fort Lewis outside Seattle and tell him to take the flag down and surrender our position. Because he's not going to stop in Ukraine. He's not going to stop in Europe. He's going to go all the way to the West Coast. And every time he raises a threat, we immediately back off. That's funny because now inflation is to blame on Putin. Gas prices are to blame on Putin. Probably Hunter Biden's crack smoking is to blame on Putin. It's the Putin price hike. So now Biden is not responsible for anything. His hands are tied. His hands are tied on domestic policy, on foreign policy, all by Vladimir Putin. Why doesn't Joe Biden stand up and say, come on, man, I'm going to take him outside behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Notice how tough the federal government is when it comes to making you wear a mask. Notice how tough the federal government is when it comes to a vaccine mandate. They'll get right in your face in the airport. 
Take off your shoes, take your laptop out of the bag, and pull that mask over your nose, pal. They got all the muscles. All the big muscles. When it comes to squeezing the domestic population. But when it comes to Putin, they got nothing. All the tough talk. We're going to stand up to Putin. We're going to sanction Putin. We're not going to take any of this Russian garbage. Back to Cotton and Haynes. Cut six. Last Thursday, the House Armed Services Committee Chairman Adam Smith said, quote, we are providing some intelligence. We're not providing the kind of real-time targeting because that, you know, steps over the line that makes us participate in the war, end quote. Just a few hours later, the White House press secretary contradicted him, saying, we have consistently been sharing intelligence that includes information the Ukrainians can use to inform and develop their military response to Russia's invasion. That has been ongoing and reports that suggest otherwise are inaccurate. So who is correct? The Democratic chairman of the House Armed Services Committee or the White House press secretary? Are we or are we not providing that kind of real-time targeting intelligence to Ukraine? We are providing an enormous amount of intelligence to Ukraine. I'd be happy to get into, in closed sessions, the details of what we're providing. And um, and I think maybe if there's anything else that can you, people would Can you like at least tell me who is correct between the chairman of the House Armed Services Committee and the White House press sec- secretary? Honestly, Senator, I think getting into this in closed session would be easier so that we can actually explain to you what it is that we're providing. But I'm happy to defer to my colleagues. This is not a political question. I know he mentioned that Adam Smith is a Democrat. But the sitting chairman of the House Armed Services Committee said we're not providing intelligence. Jen Psaki, who speaks for President Biden, says we are. The only thing... Cotton is asking Haynes for there is clarification. Who's right? Which one is telling the truth? Now, you know what we need? We need to be inspired. We need some words, inspirational words of wisdom that will bring us comfort in this time of need as we hope to God World War III doesn't break out. And those words will come to the best example for little girls in this country. Just be inspired. Little girls, just remember. One day, you too can have an affair with a much older married and powerful man, and that will take you places. Play cut eight. We talked, the president and I, about the effectiveness of the sanctions we've seen thus far in terms of the courage and the bold action that has been taken through the NATO alliance to do what is necessary to send a clear signal that there will be, as we promised, severe cost and consequence for Russia's aggression to the point that we have now seen a free fall of the ruble, to the point that we have now seen that Russia's credit rating has been rated as junk, and what we know to be real economic consequence to Russia because of Putin's war. As you know, the President of the United States also made the decision to do what was necessary in terms of the purchase of Russian oil in the United States. Again, we will continue to focus on this issue, keeping in mind that this is a moment 
that requires severe and swift consequence for Russia's aggression against Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So no more talk about how crushing prices are affecting low-income families, people of color. Now it's a moral thing. Now it's moral. Your morality. She's so inspiring. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.